Welcome to Booklings, the only podcast where siblings fight each other to decide who has the better taste in books. My name is Gian, and I'm with my sister, Nikki. And in this episode, I swear we will try to be more coherent than the last one. In today's episode, we will be discussing The Atlas Six by Olivia Blake. And、uh, in a future episode, we'll also be discussing The Atlas Paradox, which is the sequel to this book. Here's the synopsis. The Alexandrian Society is a secret society of magical academicians. Academicians. What the fuck is that? Academics. Like we would say, academics. You know what?、Yeah. I, let's. I'm gonna. Maybe it's a play、one. of magicians. Oh. Okay. I think that's it. So continue. But he, she already said mag- magical. Okay. The yeah, best in the world. <laughs> Their members are caretakers of lost knowledge from the greatest. Civilizations of antiquity, and those who earn a place among their number will secure a life of wealth, power, and prestige beyond their wildest dreams. Each decade, the world's six most uniquely talented magicians are selected for initiation, and here are the chosen few: Libby Rhodes and Nicholas Ferrer de Verona. Wow, what a that's、uh, I'm I what a trust fund baby name. Anyways. Inseparable enemies, cosmetol cosmologists who can control matter with their minds. <laughs> wait, wait, they were called cosmologists. Hold on, that sounds so stupid. Cosmologists? Oh no, this is. Oh, am I gonna、goodness. lose this we're not, episode? We're not get, go, getting、this? through any synopsis today because already get, there's so much. Am I gonna lose、wrong. this episode? Like I told you, I told okay, you,、um, you would lose this episode. <laughs> next one, Raina Mori, a naturalist who can speak the language of life itself. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Parisa Kamali, a mind reader whose powers of seduction are unmatched. Tristan Kane, the son of a crime kingpin who can see the secrets of the universe. Callum Nova, an insanely rich pretty boy who could bring about the end of the world. He need only ask. When the candidates are recruited by the mysterious Atlas Blakely, they are told they must spend one year together to qualify for initiation. During this time, they will be permitted access to the society's archives and judge on their contributions to arcane areas of knowledge. Five. They are told will be initiated. One will be eliminated. If they can prove themselves to be the best, they will survive. Most of them. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ah, ha, ha. Okay. okay. So, uh, so, go ahead. You start. Rip it. Rip it up. I'm gonna. I'll so, take it. So, if you're intrigued by that synopsis and you want to know more, um, and that's why you're going to read the book. Don't bother because that's what happens. That synopsis. That's pretty much it. There's still nothing solved. It's the dumbest.、It's、most so much happens. Like you are it's wrong. It's so pointless. You are so wrong. It was so po- pointless. It was like picture someone going to school and you watching them learn. <laughs> that's literally the like. That's the premise, and. Make sure that you think of the most boring subject that they're trying to learn, and that those students are assholes. That's it. That's the book. That's the the entire story, and that synopsis. It's intriguing, like because you're trying to wonder, like, what 
what happens like what is this mystery like what is what are they gonna gain from it are they really gonna be powerful as they go through it and I'm just like you know what when I was reading it I was like first of all I went through the classes the boring classes together and then somehow I missed it where you all of them suddenly became powerful but at the same time useless because they have been so, powerful since the they beginning. are so no they have been powerful but they learned even more like they're, that's supposed to be the journey throughout the book they, they're they infinitely did. more powerful than before they came in which they was did. true but i did not see it like the powers that they used it like how dare you complain about um trudy canavan when this was <laughs> Oh, oh no 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 this is the same concept in the sense that okay nothing is happening nothing is just lost all credibility you actually just lost all credibility no no i did not lose we i guess we're gonna end this episode early i am still Um, winning because if we do not accept alcohol abuse on if you've read if you've read the book i read the book i read it not you. I I'm ta- talking it. about the readers. Look, the readers will side with me on this. That not. there was nothing ridiculous. substantial that was mm. happening. Like, you, first of all, all the characters were so freaking annoying. Like, I did not like any of the characters. They were so annoying. They were... Not even... <laughs> what? No. None. Not even none. Tristan? No. Tristan was great. No. No. Tristan was such a wishy-washy character like he just jumps in with anyone like i mean make up your mind like you're the freaking son of the kingpin and you're such a weak wishy-washy bitch so i i just found him so ridiculous um and then it was just look i get that the point of it was all of them had their own agenda and that was the story Mm-hmm. but yeah. it was a mess in writing because you jump from character to character there was barely any connection through each chapter like they would try to link it but then they would, the author would be like you know what I'll time skip it was boring like even the author was like I'm bored with that storyline I don't like it <laughs> and she jumped and I was like what what are you doing like what's the point of this and then that ending that ending was just you know those um what you call like hail mary passes like in those like authors have where they're like you know what i am going to blow their minds away and, and just use the character were. that used the character that was so you know weak no one cared about this character they pushed around this character and i'm going to make him the mastermind of everything and it worked it did it not work. It was literally it like worked. Gossip Girl. Dot no! Oh! It was Gossip Girl. Oh! It was Gossip Girl. Oh, it's not. It's not. Winning, oh my I'm God. There's so already. much. Know, there was so much foreshadowing. You did not. I know you did my not listeners. Actually... I know okay. my listeners are so, like, yeah. What I've realized is you came in with hatred. In your heart. No, I really and then didn't. When, when, the when you come in you with a book. closed mind, no, that's how you you're not approach gonna enjoy every it. book. You're not gonna that's how you it. approach every book, I suggest. That's not no, me. No, no, no. That's not me. And no. he, you know what? The, the I wish thing. you would suggest better books. That's that's what I the wish. The dumb actually. thing is, I 
I went into this like really intrigued because I really like you know magic I like mm-hmm. um I like having all these unique backgrounds and then it all went to shit in the end because all of the characters were just Ah, you know what? You know why I think you like this? Because you like the movie Knives Out. And that movie was so crap. Was it Knives Out, the one with Daniel Craig? What's what wrong with called? Knives Out? Why are you dragging it's Knives Out into it? it it's not even a similar movie. It's not even... It's, those, no, it's the same concept. It's the same no, concept. They it were is not trying... the same concept. It Look, it's the opposite. Oh, it's oh the opposite God. trend. It, it's the opposite trend where the guy was already killed. This I literally, one, I, I they can't, need to. I, I don't even they know need, how to work no, with they you need to right collude. now. They're is... colluding against each other okay. to wow. eliminate someone. So in Knives yeah. Out, someone was already eliminated, and they're trying to collude against each other to say, "Oh, this person is the killer." It's just opposite direction, but it's the same concept. Like those, oh, it's just. God. First of all, it that it's concept is not bad. exclusive to Knives Out. That is no, every murder mystery who done it. I know that is it's the entire not. point. I know it's not Second exclusive, all, but I'm saying that movie was an example where you were, you know, telling me how good it was, and, it and was then good. it just it fell completely good. flat. And that's how I felt about this book. It was, it was really bad. Really, this bad. book is pretty good. However, I don't even want to let you talk because it was no, just bad. Because, Let's just no, end this okay. podcast. So I, I have a response. A I have a rebuttal to everything you said. However, no. before I do my rebuttal, I will say this. So, Upon my reread, it wasn't as good as the first time I read it. Um, and it's unfortunate, but I think most books that I've re- reread, I normally dislike it a little bit. Or like it a bit less when I reread it. Um, except Lothair. Except for exactly. Lothair I is one of those books where I honestly a flawless masterpiece. <laughs> like <laughs> true it is truly this generation's Pride and Prejudice. To oh be honest. <laughs> like like if I had to choose the modern Pride and Prejudice, it would be Lothair probably. In the sense like I can't find Do a Do you have with a it. master's degree in literature? <laughs> I got it. I mean, if that would make me more credible so that more people will go out and read Lothair, please. But anyways, now for the rebuttal. First of all, all of the characters are actually pretty interesting. That doesn't mean they're all likable, but they're all pretty interesting. Now, personally, I my favorite character was Tristan because I had no idea why he was so fucking important. Like, his power. So um in the synopsis that i read earlier which you probably don't remember because you've just been inundated with the vitriol from my sister but um i'm in the description in the synopsis he is the son of a crime kingpin who can see the secrets of the universe but basically he can see through illusions but it's so much more than that so when i first read about his ability i i like you probably are thinking thought what a terrible ability like you know in this world where people like Libby and Nick can literally control physics like <laughs> like Libby and Nick Nick control fire and earth or, or something or well actually they're not just limited to that but they, that's 
two very important elements <laughs> that they can control. Whereas this guy, he can see through illusions. That is garbage. But throughout the course of the book, um, what I really enjoyed is how much the author started to prioritize the less obvious abilities. Like it, she really showed the power in uh, Parisa Kamali's ability where she can read minds. She, she really highlighted the powers of Cal Nova who can convince people to do things. And basically it, you come into it expecting, okay, Libby and Nick will be the alphas. You know, they'll be the alphas. They'll, they'll be able to control everybody and everything. Um, so, you know, there's, they're definitely going to be the winners here. But what I really enjoyed was that. by the end I of it. I actually thought that Libby would be the weakest link, that she would die. And because you know how most books like sacrifice and that concept, like she was genuinely a good character, like a good person, supposedly. But I just found her so naive. So I was just like, oh, I, I, I wish it was wishful thinking on my part. I thought she was going to die. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, just wanted you know, her dead. Well, there's also like historically, um, there's this idea of like the the virgin versus the Madonna or the whore, right? And I would like Libby is kind of portrayed to be that virgin, innocent character. So yeah, there there were there was a lot of foreshadowing that she would be the sacrificial lamb, as it were. And um, we'll put the spoilers at the end of the episode, but um, the author kind of subverts a lot of expectations uh in this book and what she does with all of the characters is one of them i would say that the character that had the least uh interesting bits was probably reina mori and <laughs> to be honest i think a part of that is because the author just created such a stoic character such a such a mysterious person that she herself didn't know what else to do you know like with the character, it's like, okay, so she is very logical. She's very stoic. Um, she, she, she talks to plants. Uh, you know, I feel like she couldn't come up with new personality traits or new actions to attach to Reina Mori. And instead, we kind of see Reina Mori through the lens of everyone else. And even when it's written from her perspective, I don't really feel like she's a fleshed out character the way that I feel like Tristan is a flesh out character or Callum. Like Callum, I think, is a despicable person, but I'm I also love that you're... the insight of the author into his psyche. Like, no, I'm actually surprised that Callum wasn't your favorite. I was reading that and I was like, this is someone GN can relate to. <laughs> because his ability can be negated with a pair of good headphones, like my Sony WH-X1000 uh, uh, M4. M3. Okay, for commissions, like just use code <laughs> GN10. I wish, I wish. No, but, but, but that's, yeah, like his that, ability. I if I wear headphones, look, it's done. You know, so I mean. No, but that's the thing I, with. Um, but the same with Tristan. So his power is really like you see the true potential, um, as you go through the book. But at the same time, he is still defenseless. So he can see through the illusion, but he would need Libby. He he would need or you know other someone else like to yeah. do the defensive stuff because he yeah. can't do anything. See, that's so why I, I I like his character because he kept telling people, 
I am useless. I can't do anything. Even when he was recruited, he's like, really? The only thing I can do is see through shit. So, so I can't like wait to see Tristan, what else will happen. So the way I pictured this whole, like the army concept of them is that Tristan is, you know, the one, you know, in those um, tactical missions for CIA, yeah. there's a handler. Yeah. So I see Tristan as that. Like he's yeah. just gonna be the handler. And then yeah. people do all the the powerful people will be the one in charge. But yeah. to be fair, with Callum, like okay, you have the headphones thing, but it's so easy to get the headphones out of the way during a fight. So I mean he could still he I don't I don't know how it. much he can do against a sniper rifle as well. I have I have but... a feeling like if he works together with per- Parisa. Exactly. Like, see, that's the thing about um, Callum, though. I mean, I know that's the thing about all of them. If they just work together, they, yeah, they could that's destroy the, the world. And I feel like <laughs> that's what's they're that's what it's gonna get to yeah. in the second book. You know how second books are always fillers. So second, they normally I mean, are. Yeah. Yeah. So second book, it's just them trying to rally themselves together to to like basically work together, and then the third book people are gonna die and then they're gonna live their own lives that's that's usually how it goes yeah and it's just pointless to be honest like how is it pointless like it was such a boring book though because how is it boring every chapter there's something new that happens no but the way because the author brushes like they like Libby and nico created a freaking black hole and yeah. then it was just like all in a day's work in the academy, like in Atlas Six, like we we make this like randomly. No, so if you remember, so when Libby and uh, I know Nick... I know what happened, like Tristan, like I have highlights. I know everything that happened, but it's Good. so stupid. Like it's such a boring book. The point I... is that for Libby, she doesn't realize how monstrous she is. Like that she and Nick are monsters like they are like look agents of chaos and magic realize it through tristan like he had that introspection look it doesn't matter though because at the the, end the end of the day it was such a stupid book it was so boring it's It's not boring boring. it's not boring there's a mystery everyone negotiating with each other they're trying to Everyone has their own agenda. You know why Christy Cole's books are great? It was all okay. connected. Okay, all don't of the standalones were still like, connected it's not gonna towards be a bigger good. mission. It's not going to be as good as Lothair, and it's unfair that you would bring it up because I can't. That, that like look, you're you're using look, you're using the waiting. Bible against just fan fiction. Like, like like I just don't it's want not, to continue it doesn't this work argument. Like that. This, no, it, this debate not, is just pointless a, because this book because was so, so redundant. To be honest, it, it was good. a filler to me. I it read as a second book. It How? was just it ending, was just boring. There's so much that's boring. revealed. Okay, okay. By the the end. ending, the ending was great, but I was just like, really, really? That's the ending, and then like you made me go through the freaking magic classes they were so boring like that's they how i so felt the entire time i felt like 
I'm watching them learn the entire time. Like, it's just so boring. Like, Sinon Bane had more interesting <laughs> character okay, development. First of all, like, Sinon Bane look, was also a masterpiece ahead of its time. No, no, no. It uh, really wasn't. That's my <laughs> point. Like, the way he was learning was actually still interesting, even though he was in a coma 70 times in the book. Because I am <laughs> a realistic writer. It's not my fault but, that I look, know. Look, look, look. Coma. I was 12. Listen, he he was twelve when I wrote it. Look. I was ten, I, uh, when I wrote it, right? And the character Suffer was twelve. comas and aside. It, Let's he, just go back to Atlantics. If you hit someone that hard, they should be in a medicated coma. I am just a logical writer. I am sorry, uh, but anyway. Uh, so by the way, Seen on Bane was the first book I ever wrote. Uh, sadly, I did not end up getting it published um because and sadly he never continued it like all the books that he's written because he refuses to go through editing i mean apparently he thinks when you're published you just go to print immediately exactly thank you so so your point that's perfect but anyway um so this is not a useless book however something that my sister just said no just uh, be honest when you reread it it was boring wasn't it I, like going actually, through their no, no, thoughts I, again no i disliked parisa and reina and nick a lot more this time um but i still don't find the magic classes boring and there's not actually a lot i kind of wish there were more um but i realized the no, issue here. that's, that's no, i realized what the issue is you don't like the genre no 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 i love the genre no, the genre is dark academia. And dark academia is like this is the pinnacle of dark academia, basically. I'm trying to re- remember what was the name of the dark academia book that I liked. I can't remember it at the moment because, you know, titles are nothing to me. <laughs> I will remember the book cover, but not the title. I mean, anyway, do, you, I, do you have an idea what the story was? I'm okay with dark. No, because if I, no, I mean I do. But if I go through this now, you know how I talk okay, about books. I'm gonna tell you it's the top to ten. Be... So these are the top ten most famous dark academia books. Okay. Okay. So the secret history. No. If if we were villains. No. Ninth house. I read the the beginning of that. Didn't I also read ninth house the beginning yeah. and I it just didn't grip me. Yeah, I have it, that same it, problem I got with the bored. author. With Lee Bardugo, yeah. I just keep having this issue. It's terrible. I think um, I have to try Six of Crows first. Yeah, yeah. I also read the first boring. Book. I read the first five chapters of Six of Crows. It just couldn't, I, I don't know what's happening. I watched the Netflix show that's based on it. Um, Vicious. Was it good? No. It's it's really, it's like the gossip girl of fantasy. It's not Ew. bad. Anyways, uh, Vicious. Um, no. the Raven Boys. Wait, um, it's Raven Boys. Wait, let me see if you've marked it as red on Goodreads. Hold on, let's see. Yeah, it's this one, the Maggie Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read this. Oh, you read it, but I haven't. I haven't rated it. So I read. So when I read this, there was there was only one book. No. And I like this author. So I like this. This was okay. okay. I can't so, remember. I have to reread again to remember yeah, so, the story. But, then. but, but I'm just saying. That, I don't think you're actually look, a fan of Dark Academia. I think this no, was an exception. I, 
I, yeah, I don't think I'm a fan, but I, I I also don't dislike it. Like I like I want to read the genre, but this one fell flat because the first book, the the author focused on the characters, right? Like trying to explain their psyche and how why they're all selfish assholes. And you know what they're striving for, and then trying to get you attached to them, so that when you know the the whole plot is someone will be eliminated, and it's literal, which I knew right from the beginning. Like that was so obvious. Like when it the recruitment incredibly was obvious. happening, that was when the recruitment was happening. I was just like, seriously, you don't see that they're gonna kill you? Like I was like, even how she did Atlas recruited. Libby, I was like, oh, you poor, you poor bitch. Like, you're going to be killed so fast. <laughs> She's so stupid and naive. And it doesn't, like, I'm trying to think of, like, what show character um, Libby reminded me of. Amy from and... Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes, that's the I, one. Of course, I... But younger, younger. Yeah, no, no, no. Libby is literally a combination of Rory Gilmore from this from the revival series of Gilmore Girls yeah. and a young Amy Santiago from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No, you know what Rory was? Season two. <laughs> that was she's not Rory. Season, she, she's not season two, Rory. She's not season two, Rory. Really? Season, season two. Aspect. No, but season two, Rory would have more confidence than this. That's the issue. That's so true. Rory lost yeah, revival, of her yeah, confidence revival, in the revival. revival yeah, revival and, Rory was yeah. pathetic. Yeah, because the point was that she was this defeated yeah. millennial. Yeah, that's what I found funny, actually. Um, what I the parts I enjoyed in the book the most was when Parisa was going crazy having to hear Libby's like insecurities and like, yeah, insecur- anxiety. It's amazing. That I love that. Made me laugh because it was such karma. Because Parisa is such a bitch, which was, I mean, it was so obvious, like right from the beginning, she was that character, and it just made me laugh so much because that was the biggest karma. Like this, like she hated, hated like insecure, you know, weak, good people. Mm-hmm. So. And, you know, Parisa was overconfident. So imagine her having to hear that kind of spiral yeah. where you're just, oh, oh, my gosh, what did I think? Oh, my goodness, I can't yeah. prove myself. <laughs> okay, so wait, now that we're done discussing, like, the the main, your main gripes with it and my my favorite parts with it, I want to talk about a problem that I had with it. Like, this is a, this is a significant okay. problem with me. Which one is yours? The romance. Okay, so... Everyone knows uh, we've had four episodes. Think, look, no, listen, I've been listen. reading. Had... I don't think there was supposed to be a romance after no, reading it. That's my problem. Which, by the way, that is my by issue. The way, okay, this is what pissed me off about this because I asked him, "Is there a romance?" And he's like, "Yeah, there's sort of is, but it's not like I'm not sure who it will be really." And then, so he implied like it was, you know, that getting to know stage in the book, like the in a trilogy. Which is a total lie. There's no. It's romance. not. No, 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 no. There is. There is between Tristan and. Oh, I'm Libby. sorry. There's a threesome. Um, like, stop cutting off that part. It's a threesome. That is <laughs> true. That is true. No, but they had a lot of like. You know what? 
you know what? But, <laughs> but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. What what bothered me was that it kept it was a very sexual book. Like yeah. Like it kept yeah. talking about like like especially mm-hmm. when you're in Tristan's and and Parisa's uh head. It's so no, yeah, Parisa with the other guy, the yeah, I forgot uh, his name. Declan. Declan. Del- yeah. Declan. Dalton. Dalton. It's <laughs> fucking God, these names. I just agreed, Declan. I mean, CIA. I don't know. I mean, they're all terrible names. Um, but but anyways, there. It just it it kept kept. It was like a catfish. Like like we're definitely gonna have romance, or are we? And I was like, just just, just do romance. Just, just do romantic things, please. That's actually and, the perfect word, catfish. You really yeah. the the author it really conned so you. On, the, yeah, romance, the author conned you into saying um, their role. And he, I love this one scene though, where um, so in the beginning you, you kind of get this vibe that oh yeah, Libby and Nick, uh, I know mm-hmm. he's called Nico in the book, are definitely the the main love this interest. Is, this but is then, funny but then it. he's clearly <laughs> homosexual, okay. right? And and I'm just like. Is no one gonna point it out though? Like only one character actually noticed it, and I was just which so... character noticed it? Uh, oh, Parisa. Yeah, Parisa, because he Parisa, she because, can hear it. Yeah, she was reading his thoughts constantly, and he just kept thinking about Gideon. And I'm just like Nick, you you gotta you gotta confess, bro. Like I've just, no, I just I wanted some romance from but him. That's the thing. It's <laughs> like... just because. Um. Yeah, like it. It was, you know, what it reminded me of Little Women. Um, because yeah. they made it. You know, she kind of built it up like they couldn't exist without the other, and yeah. then I'm so glad. Like immediately, like they're like, oh, they're twins. They're that. You know how they mentioned the twins. Yeah. They kept calling them, and I was like, okay, then you catfished me into that shit exactly i was like because i really i really i was really into it yeah and then i was like oh he's he's gay but the author won't admit it like i mean even nico couldn't admit it to himself and which which i would say is interesting but i just wanted romance i'm like like go on a date with gideon bro like no it made no sense why he was in denial yeah i was like there's nothing and it was just so funny you? because because Parisa knew right so and yeah. this is another funny moment because it was like oh Parisa's again like us for like you're getting your phone up to Parisa it. was literally the reader she felt like a self-insert <laughs> yeah. like she was the reader because she kept thinking the thoughts that I had uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like for example when she even pointed out like the thing with Libby and Tristan and she's the reason why they finally hooked up because she was, yeah. I, I, I feel bad for her at some point because it's like god that is annoying like she has to listen to Libby thinking about Tristan and then Tristan thinking about Libby and then she has to listen to Nico thinking about how he yeah, yeah. loves Libby like a sister and secretly wants uh, his best friend Um, and I'm just like Parisa, honestly, I would have chosen to be eliminated. <laughs> like I would have been like, guys, it's me. I'm out. Yeah, Thank because you. I'm sorry. Her power, her power was truly like. Her power is hell. It's not a yeah, good power. Yeah, exactly. It, I would hate like, to read minds. It's a depressing has ability. Such a strong willpower. Mm. 
She's a and, strong person. I can't fucking yeah. have that ability. I mean, you know what I... Okay, so this is a problem that I had with reading the books. Like I said, like it was those magic classes thing. And then they kind of do those where you reveal how really powerful they are. But it felt like a tease. It's like catfish again. Like This author is again teasing me into the magical aspects of them. And it was just bothering me so much because you know the you know the the finally the, the confrontational scene in the beginning where they were being attacked, and I was just like, this is awesome! Like I love this scene. Finally, finally, like we're seeing some action. Like because it just felt so boring to be part of the the Atlas Six. <laughs> it was just so <laughs> boring. Like I just went through Libby's freaking spiral about studying and going to work, and then you're gonna put her back into studying and I'm just like no I'll hear her thoughts again it was so annoying and then after that um the the other best scene that I loved was with Parisa and Callum where yeah they're fine to yeah I was like this is amazing like I was just I was like oh my gosh it's happening like it really Mm -hmm. happened and then um and then you see how crazy their powers are yeah. um, but the author was like okay next scene I was like no no you can't move on from that so quickly <laughs> like <laughs> it just bothered me and then it was just a lot of those like back and forth where they all were so like they didn't trust each other but uh, well they... you know I even I got a bit annoyed with that but then I thought about it I wouldn't in their position I also wouldn't trust these fucking strangers no it's not that no I meant like it's back and forth where they're trying to collaborate like to like you know partner up and then collude and whatever and it's just not my cup of tea I don't like a lot of um kind of I don't like the process I just want you to already go through the fight. I love the process. <laughs> maybe it's, that's, it's great. I really hate the process because it's maybe it's just that I'm a different person from you, sir. That I don't like. I don't like evil. <laughs> what do you mean? E- there's like... no one evil in this book. I don't like. Oh, really? Callum is not evil. Parisa is not evil. Parisa is not evil. Even uh. even Reina. Like Callum is evil. Callum is evil. But Reina and Parisa are not evil. You know what the problem with you is? It's not that you have degrees of evilness. For you, just one type of evil is like, that's it. That's the evil thing. But even like actions, you don't classify something as evil. There's no degrees of evil to you. It's just one huge evil. And you're like, wait, what? Why did you mention Reina? What What is the evil thing that Reina did? being boring no reina was literally like so we're killing her right or what's wrong with that they decide she's a practical person she reminded me a lot of you i thought it was you i was like is this my sister kill someone is not evil like a degree oh my god she didn't want she did it oh my god you're not you don't even understand the character just realized wanted to read she just wanted to read no listen listen she didn't want to kill anyone but those were the rules. Those were the rules. 
So someone has to go. Is she going to choose herself? Is it evil to not want to die? I'm just saying, honestly, the, the rules honestly, were, you got to choose one person. Just, I'm just tired by your generation. What do you mean? <laughs> you're just evil. You just accept that someone has you're to the one, You're the one who watched the you're Jeffrey Dahmer show. I refuse to watch that shit. That's, just that's exploitative. I, I did that. not watch the Jeffrey Dahmer show, unlike you. So clearly, that means I value human life. And I am an angel. Actually, no, because I still did not like I know the show what the show was doing in humanizing the freaking serial killer, and I was like, nope, he's a killer, he's evil, he's just evil. And with you, you don't think that this was evil, that they're deciding on who dies. That's why, you know what? I was on board, like, I like Tristan because he really hesitated that's why he was was the best character that doesn't make her evil that doesn't make her evil did you miss the part in the beginning where they killed a bunch of people okay okay let's do this wait let's do this like in our family like we find out we have to kill one that's different that's That's the rules or all of them die That's completely different. That's completely different. No, that's the no, 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 no. What you're suggesting is basically the you're what you're suggesting is basically the trolley problem. The thing with them, these are strangers. I'm not even friends with any of them. Okay, and it was either me or them. (laughs) What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? That is a very different thing. No, No, that is a different thing from the trolley problem. That's very. You could hesitate. You could okay. Okay, I'll hesitate. Like, oh, what if maybe I uh, maybe I should this be able to die? Why? Why should I be able to die? Why should I be able to die? herself to to be able to read Callum and your your head. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think an issue. I think there. I couldn't have been one of the Atlas Six. You know, um, I think because I would have um, fixed the problem from the beginning. I would have I would have chosen someone already. Oh, and the dumb I, I would have I would have chosen Nico, by the way, for anyone wondering. Because he's the most powerful. He's he's 100% the most powerful. Because he can shapeshift as well. And he traveled through time. Like, that's how he was able to see um, the... What's, okay, what's the you're thinking if you were part of the Atlas 6, right? Yeah. I would have killed uh, Nico. Because he's the most so powerful. If I was, hands down. No, if I was part of the Atlas 6, it would still be Callum. I well, I mean, if I could kill Callum, I would. I don't know if I could have killed him. That's the thing. My thing is so Tristan could see through the illusions, right? But Callum could still my play mind games. So mind games he's not immune to, right? Tristan. So Tristan was really useless (laughs) for the power. Because he couldn't do anything defensive on his own. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So, see, yeah. that's the thing. That's the, exactly why I wouldn't. I I wouldn't kill Tristan because I know I'm better than him. You you have to kill someone that you think is better than you, but at the same time, no, but you don't think that they're vindicate, vin, uh, like um, what do you call it? vindictive enough no, but, that if they fucking think, survive that they'll gank you immediately no, but if, and if Callum would were, totally gank me immediately if you're thinking of 
as part of the Atlas Six, Libby is still going to be the one because Nico gets weaker as soon as Libby dies. He's not gonna be as powerful. Well, that that's assuming that I that I know that they are connected. Um, but, but they know that they're connected. No, no, no but but in the beginning, them. but in the beginning, they don't know that. And I'm saying yeah, I would have killed them in the beginning. <laughs> uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, like the moment. So in the beginning, because I would have realized immediately. Oh, like I'm he sorry. told, me, like if he told me, okay, so, like, so oh, this is you... not evil, right? No, no, no. Listen to me. Listen to me. Evil. This is a kind. How how is it not obvious? Like he fucking tells me. Listen, okay, there are so six of wait, can wait, let me let me speak. Let me say tell me if this is for the reader. I'm telling you. Is this, this is not right. obvious to you? Is this not <laughs> obvious to you? Hey, there are gonna be six of you. At the end of this year, there are gonna be five of you. You have to decide the one who gets eliminated. Now no, and that's that's even like said in such a casual way. It was very ominous how it was said. That's why it was so obvious. And 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 like, this is a secret society, and they said like any no one can reveal the secrets. No one. And I'm just like, obviously exactly. someone was... has to die. So I would have killed uh Nico immediately because no, I would have seen sure him as killed the... Libby. No, Libby I would have seen him as the greatest threat to my dominance. So mm, okay, I would have I would have killed him. I would, I would think that's true because the Nico problem would, is Callum Nico would have killed would me set, That's my issue. Yeah, Nico would have said revenge. So yeah, Nico, yeah. if you killed Libby, but if you yeah. kill Nico, Libby would be confused. Oh my God, who did it? Exactly. Now the issue, and I could probably seduce Libby into being on my side eventually because she's vulnerable and gullible. But the problem is, I think I wouldn't have the time to kill Nico because I think Callum would have identified that I don't have the moral like <laughs> drawbacks or weaknesses that others do, and he would have killed me because he would have considered me a threat. No, but or we or we would have teamed Reina, up. Or we would have teamed Reina, up. He probably would have teamed Reina up. Reina didn't have the moral drawbacks either. Okay, so yeah. So Reina... Callum and I would have been best friends. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so I think it would be fine. Like you would you'd probably kill Reyna. Actually, that's Reyna. what I'm surprised with, that he did not kill Reyna because Reyna was implied to be super, super powerful and she just didn't care to use it. But the implication is that one, she really... Because um, she loves studying. So if it's in her interest, and Atlas, the whole concept of that library was that it would give her hold onto all the historical things. So it was very obvious that she's the bigger, biggest threat in the end. Like, that's what they're going to do. When bet. You know, the thing is, though, I think the reason why Callum didn't go for any of them is because the only one he sees as an annoyance is actually Parisa, because they have very similar, like, styles and abilities. Like, they're both, they both have this, yeah, like, arrogance. They have this ego and they they're both more about like mind games you know yeah. but in so some I ways think, no, Parisa, but is, so Parisa is not as powerful as Callum and that's what pisses him off because even though she's not as powerful like magic ability wise she was able to reach her position just yeah. by her intelligence or her actual intelligence and I think that's why so he's letting his ego cloud it because realistically no, but, you're right Reyna should have been the one like to no, that but he would have killed think immediately i think that what callum like callum's biggest flaw is that 
because he's you know he's obviously a sociopath like that's what the author is trying to portray someone who is just empty of emotion like he's just having fun being the puppeteer he loves that because he's bored like that's what the whole thing is and that's why he Mm. joined this um so that's why he was never i knew that he was never going to kill anyone in the beginning because he wanted to infiltrate each person's mind and play with them and just see how they kind of attacked each other like I, he is so arrogant that he was thinking like he'll be at the only one standing it didn't have to be five i think in his mind it was just him who would be in the atlas so that's what that's his flaw because he thought the journey is fun you know like he's playing around with them one by you know, one you know that um, the journey. Joke. yeah no it's like it's not about uh, the, the true friends we made along the way were 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 the people we met on the journey all along. You know that that sort of thing. In some ways, that's kind of what he yeah. stands for. You know, um, yeah. In his so, head, those are his friends. Like it's yeah. fun to him. Like for him. Like, I mean, he even says happened. that. Like he even says that he doesn't yeah. actually hate them. <laughs> like yeah. he's just like, no, this is that's this the is true a good thing time. about a sociopath. He's like. I can kill them, but I don't hate you. Like it's nothing against you. I don't know. Yeah, like See, this is not personal. That that's why I would kill Nico because it's not personal. It's just <laughs> okay. Who who's gonna die? Is it me? I don't no. know what that oh. happens. You so, know what? Another funny thing is. So uh, this is what I didn't like. So because the whole concept of elimination was very obvious from the beginning for every i think for all readers this was not going to be a spoiler in the synopsis it's even obvious yeah it's obvious the synopsis already says one will be eliminated like it's just obvious and even the way it was phrased like there was like only five will come out of this like okay and and in the beginning it's like so what happened to the one who was eliminated it's like oh you'll see it's like obviously yeah yeah obviously the reveal was just that was funny to me because parisa was the first one to figure it out like and that's through her sleeping with declan no not Declan. oh Uh, i think they also revealed that callum knew from the beginning he figured it out yeah callum knew from the beginning like that's probably one of the favorite parts the most realistic (laughs) yeah yeah. That was the most realistic thing. But like Carissa figuring out she was so shocked. And I was just like, really? Like, you're really cunning. Like, like you should have known this. Carissa, you're basically the smartest person here. No, like in the so beginning, even I, in the recruitment, like... she was literally thinking of killing the man, like for sport. Yeah. And there's just no way that you didn't know that had for like anything to do with that. And then um then Tristan finds out, you know, like they, but then at the end where Libby was really the only one, you know how Reyna was looking like, does she really not know? Like, you know, it was yeah. her perspective. Like, oh, she really doesn't know. Like it just yeah. it was one of the funniest, like it was a comedic moment where like, oh, no idea, absolutely. No, I actually, to be honest. I kind of love I I that's why I can't kill Libby. I love how everyone just like is so annoyed with her because she's so gullible. But at the same time, they're just like, I can't hurt her because it's like kicking a fucking puppy. 
but I'm just so annoyed. <laughs> There's every, all yeah. of them were just like, God, Libby, please. I mean, even Tristan. <laughs> Like, you know how there's a love interest there? But even yeah. Tristan is like, I hate her so much. But, but I want to so protect attracted. her. But like, I want to protect I, her. Like, I, I just want to need her. Like, she this is just, my puppy. It's, oh, uh, God. This is just you know, so annoying. I, I love the hatred. Like, the hatred he had for himself. He's like, oh, why do I have to do this? Like, God damn it. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, can, I kind of like that. Because, you know, in other books, Libby would be the undisputed main character. In a lot of other books, the she would be the the main girl and everyone is meant to love her and blah blah here no one actually loves her except for nick and they are like connected on a spiritual level and shit so but everyone else is yeah. just like god she is annoying like yeah wow. to be fair i i enjoyed that because you know how the beginning how it was set up for like oh she's gonna be the protagonist so uh, like typical goody two yeah. shoes whatever no flaws and then they did that i was like oh this is interesting that's where that i was, was kind of drawn to it but i was yeah. pissed with the catfish like that after that i was just like you know what i hate this <laughs> i I, like, I enjoyed the catfish throughout this... the book except for the romance catfish like i liked how no i'm talking you know, about the romance catfish that's yeah, why no, I, was but like... I, I mean like the, because the author does so many other catfish <laughs> things yeah, yeah, yeah. with the book and the characters but i enjoyed all of them except for that romance one i was just like just just give us like a romantic scene like one one is enough i'm a, i'm a raylo I so mean, clearly i i can the, withstand it like just give me the one gideon scene you know the gideon scene where he kind of broke into the academy yeah. to see nick i was like okay there's romance and then they like the author was like no 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 he still doesn't know he's gay <laughs> yeah like just just oh, kiss him so nick what are you doing don't be homophobic. Like, yeah, it was like, are you homophobic or what? Like, like, I, Nick, like what is the issue here? Kiss this man. I mean, yeah, he broke into the most secure academy, no library. What is it? Library. Alexandria yeah. Library. Yeah. And yet you won't kiss him? Like, he worked hard. At a certain point, you've earned a kiss. <laughs> yeah, but no, basically, but, uh... that's why I didn't, I just didn't like the book because there was just, too many i think the author had too many ideas and did not filter ah because okay, even so. you know the side with the the background with gideon and why nico was doing this and whatever you know that pissed me off like it was I, just annoying and annoying i agree background. that there's so much that happens in a book but here's the thing i think the main issue is that it's not long enough i think I think it would have benefited from another hundred pages, to be honest. Um, or she could just not have revealed it, everything, all of it in one in the first book, because it's a trilogy. I mean, she still hasn't. She still hasn't revealed everything. Like, yeah, they basically make it seem like Atlas is definitely like Atlas Blakely is definitely the bad guy, but we still don't know for sure. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be some subversions on that uh, concept as well. Um, but uh, okay, so now we can talk about the spoilers real quick. Um, I mean, so, have we not been? No, no, no. We still haven't show. talked about the plot twist at the end. So in the ending, um, Libby is kidnapped by Ezra, who is her boyfriend throughout the entire book. Uh, once again, this is another parallel with Rory Gilmore from the revival series because in there she had the boyfriend. I think yeah. his name was Paul, 
and she kept forgetting to break up with him. Yeah. And it's the same, it's almost exactly the same because I'll, the entire time she's just like, like everyone keeps forgetting that she has a boyfriend too. Everyone's just like, oh, yeah, Libby has a boyfriend. Yes, that's the less talented incel, like fake feminist, you know, whatever fuck he is. Um, and it turns out Ezra is a time traveler and he was the one sacrificed when Atlas and him were initiates um except he faked his death and like he was recruited by atlas to and they're planning on doing something but then because he ended up really liking libby he took her away and now he's going against atlas and no one knows except although nico saw ezra um at, at some point but no no, no. was it nico someone saw ezra uh early on in the book um doing something suspicious but they didn't connect it oh it was tristan yeah and yeah, so it so it was i think that's pretty interesting like i really like that plot twist because yeah i did mean not dan, the I dan for, humphrey plot twist. it is not a dan humphrey plot twist okay it is not oh okay so the reason why it's not a dan humphrey plot twist is we are with the, so if we were with ezra the entire book then yes it would be a dan humphrey plot twist but we forgot he existed i i i sure forgot he existed up until tristan saw him in the time thing in the time stream then then i was like okay maybe there's something with uh, ezra okay but if if they actually if the author didn't do that i would have never guessed anything about ezra like i would have just been like no, yeah he's the boyfriend it's like dan humphrey because you didn't guess that it would be dan who would be the because it made no sense no 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 it you know no, what it makes sense because we haven't they we put... haven't been in ezra's perspective anyway no, so the problem we, with Dan Humphrey, it's impossible because we were with Dan the entire show. So no, it's impossible. The thing that is, they made Dan. Ezra like such a milquetoast character that it just seems impossible that he is that clever to pretend, you know, to to blend. You know how like, it was literally like, as you said, Rory, where it's like, yeah, this is Paul. Like, well, he, she's like sleeping with Logan. Like that yeah. sort of thing where he knew there was something, but he's just too meek and obedient. Like he knows that Libby is more powerful and whatever. And Nico, who can supposedly, you know, he Nico is more discerning, supposedly. And I mean, I get that the author was trying to showcase that you know this is how powerful Ezra is that he's able to fool everyone yeah believing like he's just a basic you know magician but it just felt like oh I need like a hook you know I need something that will make you read the second book and it no. was so forced for me it was just it so wasn't forced. forced at all it was Look, it was great it, th- okay, she planted Serena, the seeds actually Serena no. just be quiet and marry your I, no no I, I refuse he's technically my ex stepbrother <laughs> so I refuse but they still marry <laughs> all in all I really enjoyed it would I still give it five stars no uh, I think now I would give it four stars um, it was really what I gave it it was a really solid book for me. Uh, I think you gave it three stars. Yeah, I think I gave it because the concept was not bad. 
it's yeah. just that I always picture whenever I read books like these where um, sometimes mind mapping is good for you know how a lot of um, those there are authors that I learned where they really studied for this graph and then others with an innate talent that they came across this and really you know improved their skill as it went Thank on. You. Thank so you. this one, I'm not talking about you in either situation. <laughs> Thank you. Like this, just please excuse yourself from this dialogue. Um. Anyway, I so, am a published writer, but okay. So this is the sense where she has talent, but she didn't want to. She didn't map it out. Where you kind of have to filter. So you know how you just write down okay, so this is the character, this is, this is, this is the background, blah, blah, blah. And then you kind of make your own funnel and say like, okay, this seems too much for one book. Let's get rid of this. And then you go through that process of elimination, you test it out, you work through it with the publisher, I mean, with your editor. And this just didn't seem like it. Like, it was just... She was so excited, like, oh my goodness, this is brilliant. I'll add this and this and this and this. And she like grabbed everything from the fruit tree and just put it all in one basket. And then you made like a disgusting, horrible shake. So it's interesting. So, so for you, you would like, you would trim it down. You would, you would definitely trim it down. Edit. Or edit. Okay, so you would edit it out, a lot of stuff. I would add more pages because I think certain things were not fleshed out no i wouldn't so, add more pages because so, i'm, the I'm perfectly fine with living in this world a bit more i was like give me an extra 100 pages i'm chill 100 no, pages it's a that's trilogy. i would not add more pages and plus she was already getting run on at some parts like it was just like okay i get this character like just let's just move on let's move on from this idea like, here's the thing i annoying. feel like I feel like you could take out every chapter written from Raina's perspective and still end up with the same <laughs> yeah. book. I'm being honest. Yeah, like yeah. I reread it. I reread it without reading her stuff. Same book. <laughs> same book. Yeah, <laughs> I swear it, God. it was already established that she just didn't care about anyone. And so the author didn't, didn't care that... about her either. Yeah. <laughs> so in the end, like, and I think that a lot of people after, you know, when you know our two listeners go through this they're going to agree with me because even the ratings are not that high it's 3.78 they're gonna agree that it was just it needs editing it needs trimming like okay for you 3.78 is not high 3.78 out of five is pretty high for me. I've read a lot of books that are four point something and they weren't even good books but the fact that this the people are like, yeah, three point seventy eight was the average. Well, I mean, well, you have to. Like a lot yeah, of people well, you have to remember it. a lot of the, those books that you mentioned, they don't have as many as eighty six thousand ratings. So no, some are really no. It's the same proportion. Like even like, okay, maybe fifty plus thousand, but it's still the same. Like it's not. This was so hyped up. And it was just so bad. And the way people described it, it was like the most brilliant thing. And the it's pretty good. It's not the and most brilliant really thing. It really wasn't. But it's pretty damn it good. It really wasn't. Like it's so obvious that people have not read Brandon Sanderson or something. Like 
I mean, if <sighs> Brandon Sanderson wrote Dark Academia, I would dive into that. But I think uh, for people who really like Dark Academia, they would love this. Uh, I will say this, though. It's not the best Dark Academia book. That award has to go to the new book uh, by uh, R.F. Kwan, oh, Babel. The, the Night Circus falls under Dark Academia, I think. and It's not on this list, but maybe it does, yeah. I think it does. But it's just one book. Um, and at the six was more painful for me. Because the Night Circus also... So Night Circus had romance, but it was like a cop-out as well. Like, it was just like a lot of the... They weren't together in the scenes. So it was a catfish concept. <laughs> but uh, this was... This? I yeah. think Atlas Six was still more painful for me to read. I think for me, um, maybe it's because I yeah the characters are also were also unlikable for me. I really well, hated all of them. I I liked a lot of the characters. I, I I really enjoyed Atlas Six, but I would probably right now, you know what? Let me change my rating. Uh, right now, yes. actually, so um, mine but is right now. I would rank, uh, Naomi Novik's Dark Academia series, The Skullamans, um, higher than the atlas six and i would also put obviously um babel by rf kwang above uh both babel was just like i was obsessed with that book it, it, you know the funniest thing about babel we'll do an episode on that in the future i hope i was i i was so obsessed with it but actually right now i have so much to say that is not necessarily positive and yet when i think about how like the book the good just outweighs the bad and i can't not give it a five star rating like there's so there are so many things i dislike actually but i still it's so good but despite that that i still couldn't give it anything less than five stars it's amazing i was i was i'm still in awe i'm still in awe of that book highly recommend it but um yeah atlas six four stars for me definitely four stars but is Great. Babel a standalone? Babel is a standalone. Oh, okay. Yeah, but definitely for me, I gave it three, but that's being generous. I mean, I, I leaned more towards 2.5 because I was really bored. Like, it took me so long to get hooked, and I still wasn't. Like, I forced myself only just to give it a bad review, like, on bookings. You are a hater. That was how, You're actually <laughs> that was how I got through it. Because in the middle, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm almost halfway through the book and I'm still not invested in it. It's, I don't buy into it. Like, I'm not immersed. Like, it was just so obvious, you know. You have to kill someone. That was so obvious. And then I'm just like, really? Like, these, I get Libby not getting it, but a lot of them were cunning people. They should have known this from the beginning. <laughs> and it just pissed me off so uh, okay yeah 2.5 all right so but, i give it a um, four so at the end of this listeners i know that you sided with me because you are very wise and you just know what good things are in the world and this was not one of them it was just bad but dear listeners i'm, not, I'm sorry that you the, had to listen to her i will be releasing the, the solo writer. version of this podcast <laughs> as well so that you can only listen to my voice but the uh, which is preferable still, still was like 
it wasn't a bad um she's not a bad author her prose was good her prose was good her prose was good that's why i gave it the three stars on goodreads yeah but the story in itself was just bad the plot points so many flaws so yeah really solid book (laughs) right i would recommend it anyone who's into dark academia go out read it right now read it one time one time where we kind of end on an agreement you can follow us on Instagram at Booklinks Podcast. You can also check us out on TikTok, but we're not as active on that because we don't like our privacy and information being stolen every second of our lives. Um, but yeah, my name is Gian. My name's Nikki. See you on the next one. Yeah. Peace.